Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Shad. This week we cover 1989's Witch Trap. Which is definitely not a sequel to Witchboard. Wink, wink. From the writer and director of the classic horror film and box office smash, Witchboard. Avery Lauder was more than just a psychic. He was an extremely powerful warlock. You mean a witch? Yes. The police found his body on this very altar. His chest carved open. Burning candles everywhere. Neither his killer nor his heart were ever found. Something evil is about to happen. Ginger, I have a bad feeling about this one. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And nothing that exists in this world can stop it. You're gonna have to go for the cops. Now. Because it is not from this world. It lives only so that we may die. It thrives on human fear. It has powers we can never fathom. And when it strikes, there is no doubt that it is real. quickly even though the main ghost looks just like the main ghost from witchboard witchboard and i'm pretty sure it's the same guy that played him i'm it's it is the same guy this film was written in six days no you, you don't say and it shows yeah, this was written and directed by kevin tenney who also did the was the writer and director of witchboard and Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. Two movies which I enjoy quite a bit. We love. But this movie... We do woo, not love. I guess, you know, two out of three is not bad. But this movie, there's a f- no one in it you would recognize besides Linnea Quigley. She's really the only, like, recognizable person. Although the main uh, detective in the movie is played by a guy named James Quinn. And he did the voices of the demons in Witchboard and Night of the Demons. He was all the demonic voices in it. And he actually has a scene in this where he uses the voice on one of his friends. He does the demon voice to him and tries to scare him. He's like, man, that's scary. Don't do that. Yeah, that part is actually really funny. That's probably the funniest part. Well, the funniest intentional part of the movie. Yeah. I am going to do something I've never done before because I 
had to read Shad, this IMBD uh, review from Mickey Shamrock, 2010. Okay. He says, okay, horror fans, you have to keep in mind, this is a goof, not a scary movie style spoof, but more of a pre-scream. Hey, it's 1989 and the trappings of this horror genre are pretty evident, goof. It's also supposed to be an indirect sequel to Witchboard, even though notice the bottom of the VHS box says, it's not. Yes, there's an actual note on the box declaring this is not a sequel. Have we seen that before? Anyway, I think it's great. Ridiculous, but great. Like, have 10 beers, then press play great. Plus, Screen Queen Leanna Quigley's in it, and she elevates any production she's in. Does she, though? And elevates my pants, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the best fucking review of a movie I've ever read, <laughs> okay? I'm, I write this, and I was just like, what the fuck is this review? But, no lie. I mean, was there any lie in this review? Uh, no, not really. No, the elevate his pants part, I can't speak to that. It did not elevate my pants because I have nothing that is going to do that. It didn't really elevate mine because you, seeing Linnea Quigley nude is kind of numbing. You've seen it so many times. <laughs> we love her and she's a darling. Yeah, she's super sweet, but you know. Um, and, and wonderful. And it's, you know, it's one of those where like, I'm excited to see when she's in the film but spoiler alert, she's in this film for like 15 minutes, if, if that. Yeah, if that. It's not very long. And now the plot of the movie. Which is the most ridiculous plot ever. Yeah, is the there's a guy who's being played by Kevin Tenney. Because apparently the guy that was supposed to play him backed out at the last minute. And Kevin Tenney is the only one who knew all the lines because he wrote the script. But man, Kevin Tenney is not an actor. He... It looked like someone might have been holding a cue card up and he was just reading it off of the card with just about as much emotion as I have right now. No one in this movie knew how to act. No offense. Besides Leanna Quigley, who is, I would say, the veteran actor in this film at the time. Yeah. And I may or may... I'm probably wrong in that. Oh, I say that solely because everyone acted like this. Am I going to go into the house? What? It, it was just like the worst thing. Like, they didn't know how to deliver their lines. It's like, have are you a real person? Do you have conversations in your everyday life? Because I'm sure you don't talk like that. Like they emphasize certain words and just, it was just really weird. It's like the person was reading, like the lines were on their hand and they were reading off of them. Like it was, just terrible it was just at first we were so super excited because we were like what we've never heard about this film before and we you know we're gonna totally watch this we love you know these other two movies that kevin tenney has done lena quigley's in it we're gonna we're all in it we were all in the beginning we were mad excited in the end we were not excited no but you know something this does have in common with Witchboard is you do have a great slow motion fall <laughs> right at the beginning of the right movie. at the beginning you see the guy running there's something evil chasing him he jumps out of the window and you get to see him fall in slow motion from multiple angles <laughs> several times <laughs> which just, is my favorite part of which board <laughs> he 
he falls, hits the ground, and just like, dun, 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 he's dead. Now, a surprise would have been at the end of the movie, you find out he was still laying there, he was alive. <laughs> no one just, no one ever bothered to check him. Help me. But, so he's, you know, he was the first guy sent to investigate the house. It did not go well for him. So it's the whole thing. The guy wants to renovate the house and turn it into a bed and breakfast. But it's haunted. It's mad haunted. So he needs to send in the group of parapsychologists to investigate it. Because that's what you did in the 80s was you hired a team of fancy parapsychologists to come in and cleanse the place. They got several different kinds. of. They got like a physical medium, a mental medium, a camera operator who's Leona Quigley, and three security men. Yeah. And the security guy is one of, is the Tony Vicente is his name, and he's the one played by the actor James Quinn that did the demon voices, and he also is like they took every stereotypical detective thing and gave it to him. He's the hard drinking, no nonsense detective, but he's investigating robberies at a shopping center. It's not like he's solving murders or out chasing a serial killer. He's investigating who's stealing clothes at the Kmart. What? He, look, he had some hard times when he worked with the FBI or whatever the hell he was doing before. It was too much. He's seen too much. He's been through too much. That's right. He's seen 12-year-old hookers with a $200 a day coke habit. Habit, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't remember. I literally wrote that down because that is the best... And he has actually probably the best lines in the film. They're fucking ridiculous as fuck, but they gave them all to him. Another one, now that we're on that. What's wrong with your beer? It's as flat as my ex-wife's chest. <laughs> See, I wrote one down too. I don't resent you. I resent your mother for taking drugs when she was pregnant with you. He just has all these like tough guy lines. What the freak is going on with these lines? I don't even I don't even know. Oh man, Vicente, yeah. And I feel also this movie, I how long is it? An hour and a half? It felt like it was four hours long. It would never end. <laughs> yeah. At one point I looked at it and I was like, Jesus Christ, there's fifteen minutes of this movie left. What could there possibly be fifteen minutes for? <laughs> and Everybody, I love the his uh, Detective Quinn there. His, or, I'm sorry, Detective Vicente. His partner's name is the most stereotypical like detective. He's like, hey, he's a black guy and he's a detective. What's his name? Levi Jackson. Levi Jackson. Mm. <laughs> no. And they give him all the stereotypical lines in the world too. Like he's immediately as soon as they drive up, he sees them there quickly and he's like, hey, hey, hey. I'm going to follow her around, try to get in those pants. And I believe he says those exact words. He was already eye-fucking her when in the first, when they first met in like whatever the whole meeting room. It looked like an office. Some office, I guess. It was probably the, the production would, office of the movie, if I had to guess. When they first met Kevin Tenney's character, they all met there to introduce them, themselves. And he was just eye-fucking the hell out of her. And she was giving him the eye, too. They were all about it. Neon uh, Quigley dies in a shower death scene, I which I call Revenge of the Showerhead. Um. <laughs> it's been used in some scary ways in that house before, so this time, no. And I love they first when they first arrive at the house, they're all getting their equipment out. The first thing they meet is the creepy groundskeeper. And you know how you know he's evil? Because he's wearing suspenders. Because nobody that's not evil wears suspenders. 
Um, excuse me. Besides Santa, he's not evil. Even though we arranged the Satan, but he's not evil. Isn't he though? No, he's not. He brings joy to many children every year, except for the ones that are naughty. But yeah, as soon as you see this guy, you just know right away he's mad evil. He's the typical like <laughs> I'm the redneck groundskeeper. And you see immediately there's a woman upstairs changing. He just brings a ladder and stand, gets the ladder up against the house, crawls up, and is just peeping through the window on a ladder in broad daylight. In broad daylight. And let me tell you, there's no curtain, okay? Like, there's barely a curtain. And she's just out there, like, flinging all her shit around. And I'm not saying that she deserved to be looked upon upon this creep. I'm saying, how did she not notice this bulbous fucking guy with his fucking black thick suspender staring at her from the fucking window? Don't you ever feel, I get this feeling a lot, like someone's looking at you. I would have felt him right away. Also, the chick was supposed to be psychic. Pretty sure she would have caught on to that. She was a physical psychic. Physical medium. She was a physical medium. So she wasn't the one. (laughs) Are you right? She should have. Yeah. And she she has fits throughout the whole movie, which the second fit, I was like, oh, this means someone's going to die. And it did. Because the ghost, he couldn't. And this, I don't understand. Obviously, I'm not a parapsychologist. So I have no idea what the hell's going on. He, the ghost couldn't just randomly, which I don't know how he killed these other people before, but fine, without a physical medium, but he had to like go through her to like kill the people. Do you know He had to do some kind of like physical, he had to like attack her. And while she was having like these fits where she's on the bed looking like she's having rough sex, that was one of the only times that he could actually attack people was while that was happening to her. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense because, like, how did he attack the guy at the fucking window if he didn't have a physical medium there? Yeah. So, okay, plot hole. There's so many of them in the film, so don't even count them. Just go with the flow. Also, they bought a, they brought a special ghost vacuum with them <laughs> to suck up his spirit inside it. But then they're like, no, he's too powerful for our ghost vacuum. It's going to explode. Which... Is the first? This is the first time I actually used the ghost vacuum. So he was gonna be the the test. <laughs> One character has a Phoebe Cates monologue moment. When I was a child, and then she's looking out the window longingly, telling her fucking sad story. But she's not a good enough actor to convey it Phoebe Cates style. So it just seemed like they might have been holding the cue card up right outside the window for her to read. Again, there's a guy on a ladder outside the window holding the cue card up. <laughs> It's the suspender guy. He's holding the cue card. That's his second job. Also, there's an Austin Powers death where the car is so fucking far away. And the guy sees that it's coming from afar. But he doesn't move. I think it's Vicente. Uh, no, it's the other No, guy. no, it's Levi, Levi Jackson. It's Levi Jackson. Levi Jackson. He just, mind you, he did, he did get run over by the car. But he still could have made some kind of effort to roll over or something. Like I mean, yeah, he got hit in the knees. Like, the car pending between the gate and itself. And even though, like, maybe, okay, maybe his legs were broken, his arms weren't, he could push himself and try to roll. <laughs> he didn't try. And the car was so far away. It was like, no. It was just, I was like, when I was laughing. I was like, when you are laughing at someone that's about to die... This is, you know, you just entered a whole fucking genre. You know, you're like comedic horror because it is very, the movie is funny. 
Because the stupidest effing things happen in the movie. And just little things go on in the movie. They're hilarious, too. Like uh, Detective Vicente and the others, they all bring uh, revolvers. They all have like 357 magnums in this that they're carrying in, their, in shoulder holsters to protect them from the ghost. But then they're also wearing uh, pouches that have like magazines for automatic pistols in them. So why, why are you wearing these when you're carrying revolvers? You don't need that. And no, before anyone says anything, it wasn't like the little speed loader things because it was just flat magazines they were carrying with revolvers. You know, this is another reason they're not good cops or detectives. They didn't even know what kind of bullets to pack, for God's sake. No, it's like that uh, that real life officer that <laughs> just didn't know the difference between a phaser and a a taser. A taser, a phaser. I'm in Star Trek world. A taser and a gun. Yeah, it must be they just packed the wrong kind of bullets. So I, know, I guess this works. It's the same school. Uh, I have these three deaths. I don't, and, and this is the second one. You're gonna have to obviously it has to be Leanna Quigley, but I don't remember. Slow motion shovel. There's a slow motion shovel death. Shower tits is what I have written down. And hatchet head. Yeah, hatchet head. That was, you know, the slow motion shovel. That was where the shovel just came out, kind of came flying up at him. And again, you could have dodged that in a heartbeat. But they were just like, no, there's an evil shovel coming at me. Ridiculous. The whole movie is ridiculous i don't even i don't even know what the hell this movie what was going on with this movie and it's what was what was the whole motive like okay which board you know came out you're feeling like maybe you should do another movie you know but you're gonna use and i think it's more the situation because we really couldn't find out we didn't really do like extensive research but i think it might have been like a evil dead situation where it's like you couldn't get the rights from the first one, but so you're gonna come out with a second one that's kind of similar, you know, in a way. But they took the building that you know she lived in in the first one. It's a completely different building, but you get the sense like this ghost obviously is there like were there twin ghosts where it's just the same ghost going around, you know, in all these like San Francisco or California buildings california i I definitely there's a a, probably a shit ton of ghosts in in those buildings yeah any of those complexes one of the things i did read on this and this may affect a lot of the performances of it is it said that all the audio that they recorded uh had to be redone because they messed it up when they were recording it uh, as they were filming so that might account for why some of it sounds that way too because some of the people may have been like you know, they had to just come back in after it was over and they just weren't, their heart wasn't in it. They were just like, you know what? I've already been in this turd of a movie once. I don't want to have to relive it again. Let me just come in here and just fit this shit out and be done with it. Yeah, you're you're probably right. I, You know, and while, when we learned about that and we were watching the film, I thought the, I thought the actors, like the way they were speaking and like, the words were not going to like their lips and the words were not going to be in sync. But you, if you would have never known that bit of information, you would have never been able to tell you would have just come off just like these people are terrible actors, you know, because it's not off at all. I did not notice anything to be off. They did a good job of matching the, the words to the, to the lips, but they just didn't do a good job of acting in the first place. I'm assuming that's what it must've been. And they just, you know, if they weren't good the first time, they're sure as hell not going to be good the second time. Oh, my goodness. You know, this is like, 
three years after, and that, that's the other thing. That's such way too long to have a sequel. Obviously, this is not a sequel, but it's way too long to have a sequel. It's three years from from Witchboard, and you just don't even have that. I mean, the audience doesn't really care. This 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 probably went. This there's no way this went to theater. This no, hasn't had to been be straight, straight to video. Yeah, it had to be straight to video. That's probably why they made them put that disclaimer on to like this is not a sequel to Witchboard. Because the people associated with Witchboard, other than Kevin Tenney, didn't want to be involved. I don't even know. What what rating? Did you have like a fair part of the movie? Or my fair part of the movie was when the movie ended. <laughs> well, we don't have a lot to go on on this one. So I'm going to say my favorite part of it was just when the mental medium was trying to use his mental powers to block the ghost from attacking people. And the ghost was just like, no, fuck you. And just exploded his head in what is probably my favorite head explosion after scanners. They look like they just put a giant firecracker in a fake head full of blood and just blew that shit up. But it was just on screen for just long enough for you not to notice that it was fake. You just got a quick glimpse of it and saw it explode. So it looked pretty good. That was probably my favorite part. You're right. It did look pretty good. There's some okay kills in this one. They do get creative. You know, to some degree with the... As creative as these people can be. Yeah, well, that's that's true. The shovel, the shovel death, I mean, we kind of... A lot of the... Some of the kills that you see in this film, you already saw in Witchboard. Or you've seen in House. Because in the movie House, they have all the tools that are flying at him, trying to kill him. That happens very similarly in this one, too. It's like, come on, guys. I know you watched House and thought it was a pretty good movie, but let's not rip it off whole, wholesale, shall we? I don't know. They, Yeah, they just lost the whole steam of the movie, actually. We, we saw this also on Tubi, correct? Yeah. <laughs> As we had mentioned before, uh, we see a lot of films on Tubi. It is just a good place to watch all these, like, Movies you've even never heard about or you saw once, you and know, on like about. VHS, yeah, and forgot about. And they pick up these films and it's just, they do have a pretty decent, for free, pretty decent catalog of films, you know, whether they're good or not. I'm going to say they're mostly, I'll give it half and half. Yeah, you've got about 50% really good movies on here and I'd say about 25% okay and then the other 25% are just terrible. Well, I give this film one knife. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it one knife as well because it's it's entertainingly dumb, but that's about as much as you're going to get out of it. Yeah, Malfatar, I believe is the name of the Oh, yeah, Malfatar. Malfatar from the first one, who has a random, you know, identical brother running around. Who's dressed in like he's wearing the Dracula outfit he bought at a Hot Topic? Yes, that's exactly that's exactly where he bought that. They were just hot, he I'm just sorry, not Hot Topic. Spirit. He bought it Spirit Halloween, Spirit Halloween. while it was on sale, and he's just running around in that like it looks exactly like the the Spirit Halloween Dracula outfit. He could have bought it at Hot Topic when Hot Topic was Hot Topic in the early like. You know, mid yeah, two thousands. When this was out, that would have been an outfit they would have had there for Halloween. Yeah, it's some like cape fucking looking thing, and that's it. Because they're both like he was supposed to be like some kind of like theater guy or like a magician yeah. or something. They gave some lame ass backstory. 
But if you're interested in watching this, we checked it out on Tubi. And it is not a sequel to Witchboard. Definitely Even not. though it's called Witch Trap and it's directed by the same guy and the voice. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the voice was in it. The voice is He did the it. voice of the bad guy in Witchboard, too. So, you know, despite those very minor similarities, this is not a sequel. And in no way, shape, or form is even close to... quality to, of Witchboard or Night of the Demons. Yeah, I mean, because Witchboard and Night of the Demons, I hold those movies dear to my heart. Either the best horror movies I've ever seen? No. But they're not freaking as bad as this movie and some other movies that we have reviewed in the past. Yeah. Um... They're well made, at least. Yeah, if I would say definitely skip this one, and I don't think I've ever said skip a movie. No, you don't need to see this one. Just pretend like it doesn't exist. <laughs> we did the we did it for you. If you're curious, or like, there are a lot of films that I say, you know, these are the films you just play in the background. So once in a while, you're oh shit, did you just see that? And then that's it, because that's the extent of like the fun of the movie is that once you know two or three scenes in the film that someone may catch at a glimpse to like talk about it and then you don't have to be invested and waste your time at all. You can continue drinking yep. and having fun. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Jump Scare. This is Betty and Chad. Stay tuned to the horror. And now folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.